You know, I'm just sitting here thinking about how many smartphones I've owned over the years. Been quite a few. <laughs> it actually makes me kind of wonder, how did we ever manage to get anything done without them? <laughs> I, you know, and I used to plug my phones in at nighttime and, of course, let them charge all night. And when I wake up in the morning, I'd unplug them. 100% charge, we're ready to do the day. Now, with this most recent phone that I have, however, I guess it's designed so that it charges much more efficiently. So that, I mean, it charges very fast. And then I noticed a while back that when it reaches 100% charge and I have not unplugged it, it'll give me like an error message. The error message says, battery full, unplug to save energy. Now, to my lightning fast mind, that makes totally no sense to me. How in the world am I going to save energy by unplugging my phone? <laughs> Nevertheless, when I see the notification, I quickly go and unplug it. And uh, But let's take a look and see what this message is really trying to tell me. What it's doing is letting me know that in order for my phone and battery to operate most efficiently, that is to say, according to what the manufacturer had in mind when he designed it, I must at a certain point stop charging it and begin using it. Or i got to stop charging it and begin spending the energy that I've acquired. I'm pretty sure that if I ignored that message and just kept my phone plugged in all the time, it would eventually damage my battery, right? Well, i got a question for you. You know I'm going to have a question for you, right? <laughs> and my question is this. Do you attend a good church that feeds you very well spiritually? I mean, perhaps you've been blessed with a pastor that it's very evident that he loves you, you all in the congregation, and, and he's committed to bringing messages that are, that are powerful and relevant to the stuff that you're dealing with day to day, right? Maybe you even have a church that, that offers special classes like discipleship classes, substance abuse classes, maybe even classes about godly personal relationships. Well, if I've just described your church, then let me tell you right now, you need to take about a five-second praise break. You need to throw your hands in the air and say, Thank you, Jesus! Hallelujah! Because, indeed, you are truly blessed. Or maybe I should say it this way. Indeed, you are fully charged. <laughs> now, what you must do, though, is to take what you learned and go out and begin applying it to your life and to the lives of the people in the marketplace. See, you were not designed by the manufacturer. We're talking about God Almighty here now, okay? You were not designed by God to only stay plugged in all the time. When you've received your full charge, you got to go out there and you got to put into practice what you've learned. And this is a continual process. You plug in, like with your phone, you plug the phone in, get charged up, and then you spend the charge. Then you plug back in again, and then you go out and spend the charge. See, the dude that designed my phone, he didn't design it for it to be on display, plugged in somewhere, and being able to boast of a continual 100% charge. No! He designed the phone to be of service out in the world. What do I mean? He designed the phone, when I'm out in the world, out round about, the phone's supposed to tell me what time it is, allow me to make and receive phone calls, take pictures, check Instagram, text, you know what I mean, right? See, these services would obviously require regular times of me having to stop and plug in and get charged up. But understand, however, that the charging of the phone was only to enable the phone to be able to continue to provide service. Though charging is an integral part which ensures the phone's efficient operation, the man manufacturer never meant for that to be its primary objective. See, God didn't calm you and me and save us simply for us to remain plugged into the wall and to be able to boast about having a full charge. In other words, we up in the church 
We're getting some good word and everything. Lord Jesus, I tell you, I just feel so good. I'm just so full spiritually. I feel like I'm about to pop. Hallelujah. Thank the Lord. Good. Hallelujah. See, he never intended for us to be faithful church attendees who only mix with people in the church. I mean, you don't have any non-Christian friends. And you live with a determination to, by whatever means necessary, keep yourself away from all ungodly people, environments, and situations. Well, child, you know, I got to be careful not to mix too much with the world because, you know, what I'm saying is that I, I don't want them to rub off on me. Uh, you know, I can't afford to have their wickedness to, uh, shall we say, taint my anointing. Hold on, hold on. Let's not get it twisted, okay? Jesus declared in Matthew chapter 5, verse 14, You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. In verse 16, Matthew 5, 16 says, Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. See, you and I, we are the light of the world. We are that city that is set on a hill that cannot be hidden. And God fully expects us to take our charge, our 100% charge, and then go out into the world. Go out into the workplace, the parks, the grocery store, the hospitals, the classroom, the airport. He wants us to go out there with our charge and allow him to use us in service to reach lost and hurting people that pass by you and me every day and who are in desperate need of them. So in conclusion, if you're in a good church where you're getting taught and growing in the things of God, you are truly blessed of God. But make sure that you are unplugging in order to go out into the world and use what you've learned so that the Lord can reach people through your life. You know, I remember Peter on the mountain of transfiguration. Peter in Matthew, uh, Mark chapter 9, starting at verse 2. <laughs> it's like him and James and John, Peter and James and John were out there and with Jesus. And, and it said that Jesus is... Garments got whiter than any kind of soap could get them. You couldn't shout it out and get white, that white. No, whiter than the clouds, everything. And then Moses and Elijah came in. We're talking with Jesus. Peter looked at the situation. Peter like, look at here. How about we do this? How about we build a few little houses up here? And then we can just kind of hang out right here. Let's just kind of all stay up here together. See, that was Peter's mindset. Let's not go down there to everybody else down there in the world. Let's just stay up here. This is so good. See, we can't afford to have that attitude with regard to our church. If we're part of a good church, got good friends, good fellowship in the church, that's good. We're plugged in. But we have to also be willing to unplug and go out into the world and use what God has filled us up with so that we can powerfully impact our world. Are you with me? That's what I got for you today. I want to encourage you. If you're a part of a good church, thank you, Jesus. It is indeed a blessing. But just like with my phone... The manufacturer didn't make my phone for it to only be plugged into the wall all the time and maintain 100% charge. No, it's supposed to get drained and then get filled back up and get drained. And how does it get drained? It gets drained in service. That's what God wants for us too. He wants us to fill up in, the, in church. Ephesians chapter 4 talks about that. And then to be able to go out and then be used by him. Come on back in, get filled up, but then get on out there and shine as a light in your world. Okay? Well, God bless you. 
This is Larry Hunter, 5-Minute Inspirations. I appreciate you taking the time and joining with me. And my heart's desire, I'm serious, is that you're feeling a bit more inspired than you did a few minutes ago. I want you to have a beautiful day. Take the time to let me hear from you. Let me know what's on your heart, okay? And we will see you next time. God bless you. Peace.